All right, let's get going here on another episode of Sunday Pour. My name is Anthony, as always, on the horn with my cousin Ant, coming off uh, a revelrous weekend. Is that a word? You know, just a celebratory weekend. Took the boy out for uh, one last hurrah. Uh, I mean, not really his last hurrah. There'll be more hurrahs involved. This is is, uh, one of the last ones on the books as a single man, as it were. Let's bring in uh, that guy, Cousin Ant. What's going on? How you doing? What are you drinking? Uh, I'm doing all right. I am drinking a little uh, Heaven Hill. Oh, Heaven Hill on your Monday night. Very nice. Yeah, why not? Very nice. Uh, did you have a good time? Did you have a good time on Saturday? I had a great time Saturday. <laughs> Glad to hear it, man. <laughs> yeah, I didn't make an early exit for the good of the team, but you know nobody's bigger than the team, so. That's a good point. Sometimes you, yeah. Sometimes you wear out your welcome, and you just got to get out of there for the uh, for the good of the team. Really? Is that what? uh, Is that what went down? Because I have no idea. I just turned around, and you were gone. When I turned around, everybody was gone at some point, and then I was, yeah. Well, that's it for me. Um, (laughs) So you could ask me anything you want about uh, about Saturday. About after I left, I I can't. I'm not going to rat on anybody because I don't have any information for it. Oh, I was just—I was just wondering how the pizza was. That's all. Yeah, I, don't know. I think I burnt my the roof of my mouth because uh, well, it's been hurting. It's been hurting for two days, but I don't remember doing it. So I'm assuming it's from the pizza. Oh yeah, when you're when you're drunk eating pizza like that, it's automatic burnt mouth. <laughs> yeah, so I assume it was good. At least it was uh, it was appetizing at the time. So yeah. I didn't realize it was for the good of the team. As uh, you know, selfless act right there. Yeah, you can't. Uh... You know, no one person's bigger than the team, so you can't you can't bring uh, you can't bring the squad down. So sometimes you just gotta you gotta cut your losses and get out of there. <laughs> wow, jeez, I I mean, I guess if you say so, I'll have to take your word for it on that one. Oh yeah, trust me. <laughs> <laughs> it was a hell of a time, hell of a night. Uh, Shout out to I, uh, what was our bus driver's name? Brian. Yeah, it was. Yeah, BDB bus driver Brian. Yeah, hell yeah, of a job. Nice by him. drive. Yeah, it was a nice. It was a nice way to break out of, uh, you know, just we've all been living in this weird, weird life for the past six months. So it was a nice way to kind of break out with some of the guys, and uh, you know, get a little action in for once. Yeah, it's a good time. Yeah, it's fun. Shout out to Brian. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Mike Casino ran the show pretty smoothly. Yeah, he was in control of the ship. He uh, steered it pretty well, as far as I know. Also, he got me out of got me out of bar too in one piece. I believe I believe it was him. Okay, if you say so. All right. I'll take credit for it too. But I mean, I again, no recollection. Yeah. All right. So you're like <laughs> the second worst person who I can get any details from on Saturday. Well, who's the worst? Oh, besides me, you, me being the worst. Yeah, but I was I was still standing though. I just don't. Uh, yeah, that's why you were second worst. <laughs> I got up. I got up nice and early next morning to play golf. I was up. I was up early tea the time. next morning. I did. Uh, <laughs> I had. I had. A uh, you were in bed at like seven thirty, though. I'm not. Well, I don't, I'm in no position to call you out, but you were in bed yeah, pretty early. Twelve. A twelve hour. Uh, twelve hour nap. You should. have <laughs> been. You should have been up early. I had a big day planned. I had to get up early, you know. So it was uh, credit to me for turning in early the night before. I will say this. I played golf on Sunday morning. Uh, a mutual friend, the Greek, 
uh, tagged along. So it's it me and my brother and my nephew. And uh, we, had, we had room for a fourth, so we tagged along. And um, I got to say, for a former D1 athlete, not a, not a great not a great golf swing. Admittedly, though, isn't it? Yeah, no, yeah, no. He hit the ball okay. I'll be honest. He hit the ball okay. But uh, ugly, ugly swing. He coming I mean, worse than Barkley? It's like if Charles Barkley tried to swing left-handed. Yeah. Oof. It was bad. That's not great. <laughs> it was bad. But a couple times he got it out there, man. It did. I got to give him credit. And he, he's okay around the greens, which is everything in between. He struggles. Did he uh, come in fourth out of fourth? He, um, I, yeah, I would assume so. I don't know what my brother or my nephew shot. I assume, I'm going to assume they both be mad. I had a couple pretty bad holes. Um, I'm going to assume by, that they both beat me, but I'm almost positive. I beat, I'm 99% sure I, I, I took down the creek. So did you stop, did you stop here before or after the round? After, uh, okay. I was, yeah, that was afterwards. All right, yeah. Oh yeah, no, six thirty tea time, man. Oh wow, all right, yeah, yeah. And Woodbridge did all right. Not bad, not bad. Uh, yeah, yeah. I missed you. I was, I was uh, doing a little grocery shopping. Sorry, had... we hung out. We hung out outside for a little bit. Oh, did you? Yeah, showed the you know showed the flag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I missed you by like a good forty-five minutes. I wasn't even close by where I could tell you to stick around. Wait, when did you go to Wawa for breakfast? Because we, apparently we had we ate up the same uh, line. You had the sausage, egg, and cheese at, at Wawa. Yeah, um, I was at Wawa at about eight thirty. Uh, yeah, we, you how many how many sausage, egg, and cheeses were there when you got when you got yours? Well, uh, I think one or two. Oh, wow, because there was two. When we got there, there was two. It was, like, perfect. Yeah. Uh, they All actually right, mislabeled right. one of them. I grabbed this. This is the first time it's ever happened, and I hate to put them on blast, but I grabbed <laughs> I grabbed the sausage, egg, and cheese that had that was really a bacon, and I grabbed the steak, uh, egg, and cheese that was really a sausage. <laughs> I don't know what the hell was going on there. <laughs> maybe the lady who works there, was, maybe she was at bar. Yeah. I mean, she might have She could have been. Yeah, bar. I don't know what she was doing, but uh, – Oh, for two. <laughs> and their bacon isn't nearly as good as uh, their sausage, so it's all right. Made the best of it. Yeah, sausage, egg, and cheese is the way to go. It's the best. Yeah, it's yeah, by far. The steak is really good, too, because it's like the cheese steak steaks they put on there, like the minute steaks. That's, see, that's what I wanted. I wanted one of those because I, I usually are, don't get that. Those are good. That's, that's probably one, two. And then ha- ham and bacon are both good, and, uh, but they're not, not the same level, though. Yeah, no, not even close. Yeah, not even close. Um, and uh, m- most of the time, would you, if you went someplace, like if you're going to a deli, would you consider doing the bacon over the sausage, or are you number number one choice is the sausage? I mean, I know you no. get the bacon egg, and cheese, but are you, is sausage your number one choice regardless? Anywhere? Yeah, anywhere. No, I would say I would go bacon, egg, and cheese. Oh, okay. Number one sausage is just for designa- uh, designated for Wawa's. Oh wow! Okay, all right. Uh, not that I don't like sa- like sausage egg and cheese. It's just I think if I had a pick, that's fair. I used to like getting the sausage egg and cheese on a biali when I was working in the city. Yeah. Oh, I miss a good biali, man. Those are good. Yeah, it's not. It's uh, it's close, but I think bacon. I don't know, more reliable maybe. It's a safer yeah. pick. Safer. Yeah, but the problem with the bacon, I think, this is kind of what was problem. The problem with the bacon, yeah, no shit. It's sometimes a little, little undercooked. Very undercooked. That's yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, that that was the deal with that one uh, that we got on <laughs> that we got on uh, Sunday morning, um, which that reminded me why I usually don't go with the bacon there. But all in all, it's a, usually a good sandwich. Not going to stop me from going back there. They could do no wrong in my eyes. No, they can't. They can't. Yeah. <laughs> you ever all get right. one of those tall cappuccinos from them? Oh yeah, like the pre-made, like sugar, like sugar-filled. Yeah, it's a, fill, it's basically fill, a milkshake. It's a hot milkshake. Yeah. Yeah, you fill it three quarters, let it run. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Those are good. Yeah, that's usually that's, – I didn't do it Sunday, but that is my move sometimes. No, I did uh, I did a large black and uh, Arnold Palmer. Oh, all right, yeah. I actually had an Arnold Palmer Friday when I was off from work for lunch. <laughs> hey, man, those 99-cent Arizonas, you cannot beat those things. It's Whenever those... I go into, like, a place like that or I was at, you know, Noms in East Haven on uh, Friday to get lunch – uh, it's mm. hard not to walk out of there with an Arnold Palmer. Yeah, they're so reliable. Or they're some Arizona, any Arizona, really. Yeah, the lemon iced tea, the raspberry, I, I like all of them. So. Yeah, I think I almost always go Arnold Palmer, except sometimes I do the green tea. Yeah, do you go with the, the, the like low-calorie sugar one, Arnold Palmer? Uh, not all the time, but yeah, I'll do, I mix it up. I mix it up. Yeah, that's the one I'll I do grab. The, I'll do the sugar-free one. That's probably the coolest can, too. It, it is, is the coolest can, one. yeah. <laughs> I'll do the uh, pink lemonade one because th- that's legitimately the best Arnold Palmer I ever had was the one I made when I was working at the diner. Yeah. And it would be – I had, like, the perfect formula down for it, too. It was, like, three – it wasn't half and half. It was, like, a little more of the iced tea uh-huh. because it was, like, homemade, unsweetened iced tea. And then topped it off with the pink lemonade, and it was phenomenal. Yeah, it's sure, pretty man. good. So you let that sweeten it up. You let the pink lemonade sweeten it up, but you don't want to get too sweet with it. Yeah, it's yeah, nice. You go like 60-40 nice. iced tea? Yeah, yeah. Probably. That's, that's pretty safe. a safe, uh, safe number right there. Yeah. yeah. I had to do that. I made it to brew, maybe it's a brew some uh, iced tea for, for the house here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, um, Yesterday, I had uh, the reason I was out and about so early is because I had to do a little grocery shopping for an early kids' party yesterday. Wait, why are you grocery shopping for a, for a kids' party? Well, uh, a couple of dips had to be made. And oh, was, you're, bringing, you're just bringing something. For right, right. Crowd. Early start time. It was like a noon, noon, one o'clock start time in between then. Okay. All right. Um, so. There was one one guy at this party who did shake my hand, went for the handshake. Okay. And it was kind of like a game of chicken. Because I, oh. I, I kind of knew he was going to go for it because I know like where he leans politically. And I was, and I was ready for it. <laughs> I mean, the guy's like 80 years old. So I figured, you know, if anyone's going down, uh, you know, it's going to be you. Bye. That's oh. true. You're taking all the risk, buddy. Yeah. You should have told. You should have told. You should have told him about your Saturday. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't enter the same room as me. Uh, so yeah. Also, the guy. I, he was also the guy that I talked to most of the party. The guy was the one who okay. secured the TV. Okay. Because you gotta, you know, that's what you gotta do. Mm-hmm. And uh, my move is like when I'm at these things, and I always get uncomfortable when the TV isn't on at a house. So, you know, when there's like a party like that, because I feel like, I don't know, it's just my fucked up brain, probably. No one else seems to really mind. Well, there's no, I, I, I know you, man. You don't like small talk. 
And at least with something on TV, there's like default small talk about something you're comfortable talking about. Somebody wants to talk about the Yanks or whatever's on. Like it's nice. I mean, the Yanks were on yesterday afternoon, but if, if baseball's on, at least, okay, we can kind of, you know, we could chit chat about baseball. Mm-hmm. Bro, I have but, right here in my in one note, I have lull in the conversation. You talk about what's going on in the game. It's brilliant. Yeah. That's, my, that's it. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's a beautiful thing. That's what it is, man. I hate having like, I'm I'm always on, but I don't want to be on. Like I don't need to think about how to like entertain. I like, not entertain, but like how to like talk to somebody that I don't really talk to. Yeah. So I'm not I'm not gonna like, go out of my way to just invent conversation with a stranger. But if there's something on TV, it's like ah, oh, yeah, you know, kid can pitch, you know. <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. It's perfect. Yeah. And like you know, I I I, I play the game a little bit. I get there. I start off in the kitchen. You know, a couple drinks. Yeah. You know, make, yeah. make my way to the dining room, which is one room closer to where the TV is. Yep. A few drinks in there. And then, you know, before I know, I'm just standing in the living room like, anyone going to put this fucking thing on? Or I got to. Uh, it's tough. Yeah. Tough. So you put it on or do you have to ask? You uh, someone offered me. A guest. Uh, the uh, host offered. And it was nice. perfect. It was just in time for like the third period of the Islanders game. So oh, I, nice. I got to watch that, which okay. was nice. Uh, yep. So the, the guy I was talking to, he's a little bit of a talker, but kind of soft-spoken in the same breath. So I didn't really mind it too much. And like right. I said, we had the TV on in the background. So like I said, low in the conversation, you talk about the hockey game. Yeah. It's, it's all yeah. you need, you know? I'm sure he's not as up to date on that the NHL playoffs as you are, but uh, no, he yeah. wasn't. But he was into it. He's the type of guy who could. Uh, he, he type of guy. He, type of guy who. And I've been to other parties with him, and I think he tends to uh, gravitate towards like the you know the TV room. So, okay. You know, just set up shop there, just like a glass it. of wine, and just watch whatever's on. Well, there's yeah. a lot of small talk going on in the other rooms, but there's a lot of pressure there, like you said. So you, so you kind of see your future in this guy? Yeah, oh yeah, big time. <laughs> big time. This guy ditched his wife for basically the whole day to talk, talk to me. <laughs> um, and so what I really want to get into is not this guy, because I'm actually a fan of this guy. Okay. There, there was a lady there who is... Uh, Sounds like a hell. Of, sounds like a hell of a guy. Yeah, yeah, he right. is. Uh, family friend of this guy. His name is his okay. name is Bill. The guy, which is a nice, solid, strong name, Bill. Yeah, Bill William. Yeah, it's very strong. Yeah, it's yeah. strong. You know, that's a handshake. It's a guy who you, you know you shake his hand even during COVID. Yeah, he gets some good nicknames with Bill Buffalo Bill. Yeah, Billy Bill. the Kid. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, all that, all the all the Western nicknames. There you go. Dollar. Yeah, Bill. some good. Some good ones, see? Wild, I, wild Bill. Did you say that? I did not. <laughs> I just, yeah, I just, I just kind of said that without having any in mind except for uh, whatever the first one I said was. And I just, uh, luckily, you just ran with it because I don't know where I was going to go next. Perfect. Yeah, I don't know. I was, just, uh, I was just rattling them off. I don't know. A lot of good Bill names, yeah. A lot of good Bill names. Yeah. So him, this is him and his wife are there. And then I guess another woman is there who's a family friend of theirs, also older woman. Okay. All right. So, like I said, we made the dips, and um, she, so she comes in the room. That's the dining room, and she goes in for a little chip and dip. Okay. Oh, you know, no. Perfectly acceptable. 
And this I is coming from a third party because I didn't see exactly what happened. But I'm, oh, no. you know, it was, my fiance is a third party, so obviously I take her word. We trust her, yeah. No, we're, we trust yeah, her on yeah. the show. Um, so I hope I'm describing it properly. But I guess there was like a little bit of abscess dip on her chip, and she just took it and put it back in the dip, and then the community dip. That's unacceptable pre-COVID, uh, right? Uh, yeah, you don't do that. I mean, uh. this fucking bitch, modern-day Costanza. <laughs> what are you doing? Oh, no, come on. Yeah. See, that, that's, that's like, I mean, it's just... It's like I told you a couple weeks ago, man. These certain norms that people would, would like stretch out in regular times, you would think would tighten up a little bit now. The urinal thing, man, like this, like this is just something you got to do. You got to be a little better. Come on, man. None of this kind of stuff. Yeah. You know, I mean, maybe, maybe even like, maybe even now, take a little dip, put it on your plate so you have your own dipping area rather than dipping right into the, you know, the community dip. Yeah. You no. might even want to go. I don't know. If, I don't know if that's, I don't know if you should go that far, but I, I might go that far. No, I, I think that is kind of socially acceptable, uh, acceptable at a big party like that. I do tend to oh, be yeah. a guy who walks up and just takes a chip and you know, dip. But, you know, you are – you probably should go with the plate. Yeah, I think – yeah, no. In, you know, eight months ago, Super Bowl party, Yeah, I'm, I'm dipping. I'm dipping with everybody. I'm right, right in there, mm-hmm. you know. But now I, think I, I would rethink that, I think. Yeah. And now now I don't know if I would do any dip if, if this lady's at the fucking party. No, and it's not even the most egregious thing she did. <laughs> okay this is by my standards i don't know if anyone else would have as big of a problem with this but while all of this is going on what bothered me most about this lady the most heinous act she did walking around barefoot <laughs> I, no, I, uh, I not her like, not her not her home not her home around, she's kind yeah. of a I don't know. I've never even seen her there before. Like, I don't know. Just way too comfortable. And I feel like you reach a certain age where you have to have at least socks on. By the way, Bill had his socks on, and it was a little goofy, but I gave him the benefit of the doubt. This lady, barefoot, not giving her a goddamn inch. Yeah, I mean, you're not that close to these people. I don't want to see Bill's socks. I don't want to see dipping ladies' toes. I don't need any of that. I don't need to see strangers' feet. I don't need to do it. I think it was uh, Pete Corelli, or uh, maybe it was Sebastian, who said, uh, "I don't need to be looking at your fucking gold toe." Yeah. At a fucking at a fucking party, you know. Like he, I don't know, because I mean, I've been to parties where you gotta take your shoes. It's like oh, it's uncomfortable. Which is why you always gotta leave the house wearing socks. In my yeah, no, you no, never no. know. I don't know what I'm doing. I just I assume I'm wearing my shoes until. You know, it's time for me to go under the covers. You know, but uh, yeah. So if if you it's it's man shoes off because maybe I threw a whole a whole one on. I don't know. Yeah, I also prefer if I know I'm gonna have to take my shoes off. I'll hopefully I'll be wearing black socks as opposed to white. Yeah, white. You have the dirt on them and stuff. Yeah, gotta be black. Yeah. I mean, white's, yeah. white's fine if you're not taking your shoes off, but if you're taking them off, I feel like. Yeah, like bare feet. It's got, like, like at a pool party, like, it's okay. I got a beach house. And this was supposed you know? to be that. This was supposed to be, like, pool outside, but obviously yesterday was a complete washout. Oh, yeah. Even though yeah. some of the kids were going in still, but 
Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I feel like kids, kids, they can run around barefoot. Grown woman in like I don't know seventies. No, I don't, don't. What are you doing, on. lady? Yeah, get your bunion out of my face. Ugh. Come on. Disgusting. Just, <laughs> just bothered me, man. Yeah, I know. Yeah, we I, we both are like anti-feet, so I know. I know where you're coming from, man. And yeah. you can't get, and like, and then it's like you're drawn to it the whole time. Like, oh, where's she putting it? And plus she's dipping. But you know what? Maybe she's going down, like, doing a scratch on her foot and uh, going into the dip. You know, come on, man. Oh, yeah. yeah. Doing, like, that move where you put your leg, you cross your leg, and you're just massaging that big oh, toe. <laughs> oh, uh, you little tickle on that, you know, yeah. tickle on the on the underside there. And yeah, going at it. My at dogs it. are barking. Yeah, one of those moves. Yep. Oh, yeah, and where are those Tostitos? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yep. So, so you so you don't have any dip? Okay. <laughs> I just went to the other end of the dip. No, all right, it's good. <laughs> what? Uh, what, how many dips did you guys make? You guys are pretty uh, pretty, pretty renowned dip makers. Yeah, I think. That's that's like the go-to for this party. Everyone, uh, her side of the family, requests the buffalo chicken dip. I don't know if you oh, ever had that yeah. one. I think I have. I think I think you had it on a, on a divisional playoff weekend. Sounds familiar. Oh, 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 maybe she did make both that. Day. Yeah, she usually uh, makes a tomato basil one, but that's usually I guess in the summer. Maybe the buffalo chicken one is the one on DPW. It's possible. Two go-to. I prefer the basil tomato one. Uh, that's just me though. All right, you like you like that. It's a seasonal. Taste. It's a seasonal. Yeah, seasonal. Dip. Yeah, you gotta that have the basil pretty, plant. You know. Yeah, it sounds pretty good. Yeah. All right. Uneventful Sunday. Yeah, no, nah, you know, a few drinks. Well, I drank a little rosé uh, yesterday. Oh, all right. I've been trying to. Uh, I'm trying to get into that. I was always. I'm. I'm I've never. I don't think I'll ever be a white wine drinker. Okay. I just don't. I, I could do like one if I'm cooking with it. Mm-hmm. I've been trying to get into the rosé specifically because my fiance's into rosé, so it's like you know I can't beat him, join him, and she hasn't been drinking red wine really either. Okay, which is kind of a heartburn issue. I had a little heartburn too, and plus these these like 95 degree days. Yeah, red's tough. Yeah, red could be tough on those days. So yeah. I'm like, Let me, I've been trying. I've been dipping my toe, and I've been trying to get into rosé. I drink it uh, here and there now. First, let me say on the red, you do like our grandmother used to do, and she would put a couple ice cubes in the red. Mm. You oh, know? you know what I did actually on Friday. Uh, this is uh, when I was off. I did a little. I did a quick happy hour at uh, Mediterranean Bistro in East Haven, and, nice. I, and I had a sangria. Oh yeah, nice. Are you nice. pro? You're pro sangria. Yeah, I like yeah. sangria. Sure, yeah. You have a recipe? Have we talked about this on the show? I don't think so. Uh, no, I think it should. No, I, th- I think I've. It's one of those things I, like you. You got to be having like a part. Like it's a lot of work doing a sangria. All the fruit and you're adding it. What do you add? Like ginger ale or seltzer and what? Like I feel like you brandy, got. You're not just brandy. Make that yeah, maybe a little brandy. I feel like you're not just going to make that for uh, you and your wife or something like. You got to be some sort of occasion. Uh, you'd be surprised. Okay. <laughs> Alrighty then. You make, you make like a little picture. I mean, it's, it's been a long time, but I mean, I think there. I could. I could remember specifically kind of inventing one. That's why I said brandy. Not mm-hmm. inventing it, but just kind of like throwing what I had together just for like us for like an afternoon or something. You know. I mean, yeah. I was, who knows how long ago, but. But yeah, yeah, that's more of a, 
It's more of a six to eight people, six to eight servings type size thing. Yeah. Very you know? pro sangria though. Love yeah. it. Yeah. That's I'll like, do that's like I, my alternative. That's like what my what I really uh forget white wine and rose. Like that's my go to if I want some wine in the summer and it's hot is a nice sangria. Yeah, it's nice and refreshing. Oh yeah. I do I do a few times in the summer. I'll throw some peaches in the wine, put it in the fridge a couple of days later. Oh, mm. Yeah, maybe I gotta like, start doing that. That's like an Italian version of sangria, I guess. A little a little, little lazier. Yeah, it's a lazy sangria. <laughs> But it's still great, though. I mean, I love the, the, the peaches and wine is one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, good stuff. So, what do you think about the? Uh, so, you like the rose? Because I'm not a big rose guy. Uh it's <laughs> I'm, it's growing on me. It, it's I, I you, picked up a bottle because I I knew you know there's gonna be a lot of women there yesterday, and they tend to drink that. And I was like, let me. Uh, I started off with a few beers that they had. And then I tried some rosé too. I, I, what I do is like I get a quick buzz in. It was a, okay. it was a Sunday. I had to work, you know, obviously. So I got mm-hmm. a nice, like, hard, quick buzz in before I ate. Made me, you know, able to talk to Bill and everyone else there. <laughs> Actually, show my human side before I went and like, you know, latched on, latched on <laughs> to the third period of the Islanders game. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. It's it's grown. I don't I don't see myself drinking it when it's not uh, summer. Sure. Yeah. Month I would just stick with the red. Uh but it's all right. It's uh I'm 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 trying to keep an open mind about it. Prefer like a sweeter one or the dry drier one? Oh, dry. It's actually by like okay. a, a Malbec one. Um that's nice and dry. Cuz I oh, I okay. can't yeah, that's that's my thing with white wines. Uh you know, there's always someone out there who tries Mikey Casino actually tried to sell me on this white wine cuz he's not a white wine drinker either. But there's one that he gets at a restaurant. Actually, I think it was the place I was at, Bistro. That's nice okay. and dry. But I, I mm-hmm. still haven't like found a white wine that I can really latch hmm. on to like that. So I yeah, I could. I get fish. If my, at a bad restaurant, I get fish. I do white. Do some shard. Yeah. But that's like the mostly one of the drier white wines you could get. Chardonnay. So I just I, yeah, I like I like to pair it a little bit with the with the fish. If you're getting fish, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's it. The rosé, yeah, I don't know. My my wife likes the rosé, and she's the same way. She's like, we. She's made me actually bring back the sweet ones. She's like, no, no, I'm not gonna drink that. Oh no, I believe <laughs> me. I had to drink an entire blood orange rosé. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was I terrible. But my fiance <laughs> wouldn't drink it, and I was like, I'm not dumping it out. I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna drink the whole goddamn thing right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah the same thing. The same thing happened. I'm sure it's the same fucking bo- the blood orange one sounds so fucking good. Right. Like, oh yeah, I got to make her day with this, right? And then mm-hmm. yeah, I think I got I, I I end up drinking the whole fucking bottle myself too. Yeah, drinking all eleven ninety nine of this. <laughs> we are not dumping this out on principle. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. No, you well, have to. Yeah, that's your job sometimes, you know. It just becomes it just becomes uh, the mission, right? I mean, it's your it's, you know you bought it, you drink it. That's that's it. Hmm. You know, it's your duty. Yeah, I actually had to do that the other day with a uh, a pineapple seltzer she left in the fridge. Oh, oh, it's one of those ones, and I that hate sense. seltzer so much, man. This is like pre uh, spike seltzer, mm-hmm. but like I always take a sip of these things, and I'm like, all right, that's not terrible. And then like halfway through it, I was like, all right, I'm good, I'm good. <laughs> 
I ended, I ended up dumping it a little bit of it out. Yeah, it's the red tough that I have to get through, man. It's <laughs> Dude, just... And I love, I like pineapple, man. Pineapple seltzer just sounds atrocious. Yeah. Sounds, like I'm not the like, biggest. I don't know. I could go either way on pineapple. I'm not the biggest pineapple guy, but I, I could get into it. Like a nice fresh pineapple. Well, it's pretty yeah. nice. Remember the time yeah. we, uh, we uh, boozed up a watermelon in your apartment? I don't think we did it right, but. Yeah, vaguely. Yeah. I don't, I don't think we did it right either. I feel like we got to do that again. Need another crack at that. Okay. And put it down on the calendar. We'll yeah, water, <laughs> watermelon. Watermelon vodka. All right. Gotcha. We got it. It's in the notes now, so it's going to have to happen. Yeah. I mean, I don't think we did it wrong. We, we poured a bunch of vodka into the watermelon, but I, I'm pretty sure there's like a more professional way to do it. Something happened. Yeah. Something happened that was wrong. I don't remember what it was, but I remember doing that. that Shitty wooden table oh, in yeah. the kitchen. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> a lot of a lot of magic happened on that table. <laughs> so uh, the one good thing about Saturday when I was snoozing away is I did not see DJ Lemayu's thumb fall off mid at bat. And then apparently he went back out into the field for a half an inning. Gamer, guy's a gamer, man. Yeah. Yeah, I just uh, it's unbelievable this Yankee team and how we've seen this time and again. Over the years now, and you know, Stanton going down is not a surprise. No, Judge going down, unfortunately, not a surprise. Well, he's he's like the guy, like, all right, this year he's going to put together and stay healthy for you know, and hopefully he's back Saturday if you take his word. Yeah, well, who knows? No, I don't know. I'm I'm trying to be optimistic. Yeah, (laughs) didn't he say he was ready for opening day and then was joking about it when he was actually ready for opening day because. It was delayed by four months. Yeah. <laughs> That's it's great, Aaron. Thanks very much. And then LeMay, he never really planted him getting hurt. But, and even still, they just keep you know, bringing these guys in, doing the job. Frazier's hitting the shit out of the ball. Um, you know, since he's come up, and they find a way to keep winning. And it helps that they're playing really terrible teams as well. So. Yeah, I mean, the fucking Boston punching bags over here. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, and, and I know your stance, man. It's just a matter of getting to the playoffs at this point. Yeah, and, and stay, stay, and get healthy. I mean, stay, get your team as healthy as, as you can for October. That's really the name of the game for the Yanks here. Yeah, that's it. I mean, uh, you, I mean, it sucks all the injuries. You try and you just gotta try and stay positive and think big picture and think just get this team. You have what? I mean, it's already August seventeenth. You have about six weeks, six seven weeks to get this team healthy for uh, that three game series. I mean, and that's the next game. That's the next big game. They're gonna play. I'm not saying see. it's gonna be easy to to uh, throughout the regular season with all these injuries. You may hit some dry spots. You know, you got Tampa breathing down your neck, but I mean, they're gonna be one of the eight playoff teams. I'm pretty confident yeah. saying that. Yeah, and so is Tampa. <laughs> yeah, and so and so yeah. definitely so is Tampa. I think you're probably looking at the, uh, you know, the first and second place team, whatever order they finish in. Tampa, who they have tomorrow? They have three game series starting tomorrow with Tampa. Uh, only two games back at the Yanks, but yeah, you're right, man. It's just about it's just about getting there at this point, you know. However, you can and and I listened to the radio before, and John and Susan said they had these injuries last year, and they won 103 games. I mean, Judge and Stanton were out mm-hmm. for a lot of the year, and they won 103 fucking games. So, you know, it's doable. Just uh, you know, just get there. Yeah, just get the get to the playoffs. 
in yeah. one piece. <laughs> you know what? Like Susan was saying on the on the broadcast, she was going going on. She's like, I don't get how much how am I supposed to take these statistics at, at the end of the season? If somebody hits over four hundred, am I supposed to think that they're a better hitter than Ted Williams? And I'm not sure like who Susan's talking to, but who in their right mind would think that? <laughs> like Su- Susan, nobody's taking sixty games. You hit four hundred. And sixty games is taking it as like a hundred as one sixty two hitting four hundred. Nobody. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I don't know. She's just talking out loud to herself, like <laughs> some dead air. Like what? I don't understand. Uh, the point was, of they, they they both seemed very confused with how to handle like this whole situation, just from a statistical standpoint. It was very strange. It was very strange. <laughs> Their conversation was going on. I mean, you're gonna have there's gonna be asterisks next to everything and. People are going to look back in time and they're going to have to tell the story of what was going on in the world when this season yeah. was played. Yeah. I mean, there's ast- isn't there asterisks next to like 94? Not asterisks, but, you know, there's at least something like if you go to the Wikipedia page that'll tell you that, season was suspended on August, whatever. That's, yeah, that's a good point because a lot of times asterisks, you know, we look at as fans as kind of delegitimizing Right, every time somebody cheats and like they're always oh, been asterisk next to the Astros because they were cheating or Barry Bonds with Hughes cheating, you know, it's it's always kind of considered something that's um, diminishing the accomplishment. In this case, it's just like a note to say, look, this is sixty games. Like, right? it's not a full season. Yeah, it's it's not it's not even like you hit four hundred and sixty games. It's cool, but it's not hitting four hundred. Right, obviously, bold, yeah, of bold, course. Bold. Right, yeah, no, I thought that was pretty obvious, but not for not for Susan. I mean, if somebody had sixty home runs in sixty games, I would think I would count that as a record. But yeah, I yeah, I don't know why yeah. she was so hung up on the logistics. Oh, so. it was weird. <laughs> it was weird. Yeah, she was arguing against herself. I think I don't know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah, they'll, they'll figure it out. I got. I mean, it's just uh, here we are. Middle. It's, it's a pennant race, basically, but. With no pennant at stake. <laughs> yeah, it does. I mean, the, like, think about how big. I hate to harp on the eight teams, but I mean, the Tampa and the Yankees would be pretty big that series tomorrow under normal, yeah. on the normal playoff rules. Oh, yeah. For and sure. now it's like, I obviously want to win the division. I don't want to fucking lose to the Devil Rays, but the way yeah. that they're, I mean, look at, I mean, I said this last episode, but like, the reason Chapman, they've been taking the time with him is because. Is because uh, you know they know that they're in the playoffs. They just want to get him, get him ready. Yeah, he's back. It's probably why Judge is on the DL right now, even though he said he could play. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I, I forget exactly how the uh, how like the pennant race is going to work. Like the the top teams obviously get in, but is it just by um, is it just by uh, your record after that? It's well, you know how every if you come in first or second place, you're in. Oh, second place also. Okay. And then there's two wild cards, like the seven and eight. Uh, so I got to kind of. Okay, so I have to look at the standings that way then. Okay. I yeah, it's you. a little little different. So looking at the league stand, why just take the fucking just get the, that's the one thing baseball needs to do that they I haven't even heard oh, anybody consider. Void just hit another one. That is. Yep, nice shot. <clears throat> they got to get rid of the divisions at some point. You just have to. If you're, if you're hell-bent on expanding the playoffs and letting everybody in, just get rid of divisions. Yeah, man, just go by record, man. I don't, yeah, if, 
I don't need to see like a bad second place team make it over a good third place team in another division because you know. Well, I think the reason they're doing it is just to play devil's advocate because I just thought of this in my brain. I had thought, I had thought about this. I think when it originally came out, I think yeah. the reason they're letting the second place team in is because everyone is playing division games. Right. So I think yeah, that's yeah. I think that's part of it too. Ah, I got you. That makes sense. Well, yeah, you're I still going to probably let in like a shitty second place team at, at you know somewhere along the line. Yeah. Um, I, mean, I I have speaking of shitty second place teams, and this team isn't even. I mean, this team's like in fourth place now. I think I've began to sour on the Padres. Really, their bullpen is just killing them. And I just opened up Stat Tracker, and I see they're up six nothing tonight. So that that's a good sign. But their bullpen has just imploded in so many of these games. They're eleven and twelve now. Diamondbacks passed them. Who are the uh, Who are the? I mean, obviously. Um... Kirby, Kirby Yates is good, and Pomerantz. I have well, Yates, had, Yates has not been good. He's got like a twelve. No, right? and he's got oh, elbow he's... inflammation. I think. Oh no, <laughs> he might. I think he might be on the DL. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, Pomerantz. Pomerantz got to save the day. Uh, I don't pitching. know okay. about how Pomerantz has been. I think he might be the only. Uh... Yeah, Kirby Yates is not on the. Oh, he is on the DL. He's got a twelve Oof. four six ERA, and then Emilio Pagan who. They may have given a crack to in some high leverage spots. He's got an eight three one ERA. So the pen has been uh, it's been an issue, man, because they've hit Tatis has hit, yeah. uh, Hosmer, yep. Machado, like those guys have done a job. And then their their rotation, which is what I loved coming into the season, has done a good job. Paddock, uh, Garrett Richards from Anaheim has kind of had a resurgence. He had some injury years. Zach Davies from Milwaukee—that hasn't been the issue. The starting pitching has been good. Richards went seven innings, two runs yesterday, but uh, the pen blew it again. And just, uh, you know, ask Mets fans: a, a, a shitty bullpen will sink you. I don't want to talk to Mets fans. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I'll take your word for it. Go back to the 2016. <laughs> I don't forget what year. They've had a few years with shitty bullpens. Just go back to baseball reference and look at what a shitty bullpen can do. It is the worst. Uh, I will check on the Mets real quick because I, I last well, they're I saw up Familia. Big. All right, okay. I, I just they were, they were up a little less. I saw Familia give up. Had given up a dinger, and I guess they tacked on a bunch of runs. So yes, and also the Cardinals are pitching a no hitter right now. Combined no hitter. Cards. Wow. Yes. This is game. Wait game a second. Two. Oh, that game must have just started though. Oh no! Wow. Wait. Oh no! Game two of a doubleheader, no hitter through six. Oh man! I just the uh, I don't know if that was the announcers jinx or the podcast jinx, but it looks like it was just uh, broken up. <laughs> that was good. Quick. Be- good because Susan Wall would have some problems processing a seven inning no hitter. <laughs> yeah, she would have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are we supposed mm-hmm. to think Ty Webb is as good as Sandy Koufax? Wait, Ty. There's a pitcher named Ty Webb. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, I'm making. I might be making that up. His last name's Webb. Well, no, because oh, Ty he's Webb. The, he's the guy who just came. Uh, he gave up. Tyler who, Webb. Tyler Webb. Oh, because Ty Webb's the guy from Caddyshack. It's Chevy course, Chase and yeah. Caddyshack. All oh, right. <laughs> uh, yeah, Wilson Contreras doubled in a run, so it's four two now. They actually scored a run in the first inning. The Cubs without a hit. So. Wow. Uh yeah, walk bunch of walks in an hour. That's gotta be yes, nice. yep, something like that. Uh one more uh, before we move off of baseball. What did you think about Granky the other day? 
doing his little shtick against the against the Giants, call you know, te- you know, saying what was coming to the batters, but not to the batters. He did it to the nine, the nine batter. Oh, the guy, yeah, guy, I, guys I, like a guys like a career two fifty hitter. Yeah, I mean, fuck Granky. I don't like Granky. He's he's loving this no fans too, man. Because you know, I don't want to poke fun at the guy, but. He's got a lot of anxiety. There's a reason he didn't pit, you know, he didn't want to go to New York when he was a free agent a couple yep. times. Yep. Whatever. Fuck him. Have fun being the Astros ace. I mean, that's fun. Team. Yeah, man. Oh, fuck you, man. Like, it's, you're trying to be a tough guy, like, showing up. Everybody's calling, you know, that oh, it doesn't matter. Like, dude, dude, somebody who fucking matters. Don't do it to the ninth hitter in a fucking terrible offense. <laughs> yeah. Like, come on, man. This guy, guy's got 50 games under his belt. You're going to call the. Mauricio Dubon, come on, man. Yeah. Let me see you do it to Tatis or, uh, you know, fucking Stanton or something. Yeah, anybody who's not a giant. Yeah, that, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, that's it. I, I, I just thought they, people made a bigger deal out of it than it should have been because it wasn't like – it was doing the whole fucking game. He did it for one batter. It's like, oh, look at him. Oh, he's showing, her, showing everybody – doesn't matter if they know what's coming. I think it does matter. They know what's coming every fucking time. I think yeah. odds are. I think oh, you think are. he was doing it because the Astros? Is that what you're saying? I think that's like what fans were making of it. I don't know if that's why he was doing it. Oh, fans are so stupid. <laughs> the worst. <laughs> the worst. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I I can't speak to his motivation for it. Yeah, I so. don't know what to make of it. I saw it quick on the. Uh, you know, quick pitch or one, you know, whatever show I was watching, mm-hmm. I didn't think I didn't really think anything of it. I was like, oh, okay, he did that, and then moved on. <laughs> so, NBA playoffs got underway today. Nice little, uh, like March Madness schedule. Yeah, stacking uh, the games. today. Yeah, pretty cool. Uh, Toronto took down the Nets pretty handily. Boston took down Phillies afternoon or this evening. Denver, Utah went to OT after a furious comeback. Uh, 57 points. Uh, Donovan Mitchell on a losing effort. And let's see. Right now, Mavericks. who's playing around? Da- Dallas. Yeah, Dallas and the Clippers. I don't know. I saw the Clippers were up big early. Then Mavs came back. So I'm not sure the score is now, but that game's going on now. Mavs, so, Mavs are currently up for five minutes. Uh, four and chains left in the second wow. quarter. Talking about furious comebacks. Yeah, I, I actually gave out the Mavericks tonight on the uh, – and I also gave out Utah earlier. They fucking blew it in overtime. I'm sour on Utah because coming into the season, that's another team. Padres and Utah. The uh, I loved Utah coming into the season. You know, mm-hmm. uh, The year before, they got knocked out by the Rockets, I believe, in the first round. I think it was a 4-5 matchup, and I thought they would take the next step. Everyone, you know, everyone was asking me coming into the season. I'm talking Francesca now. Everyone's been asking. Everyone was asking me coming into the season, like, who's that team that could, uh, you know, stack up with um, the Lakers and Clippers? Because obviously those are the two two best teams, two, you know, studs, LeBron and Kawhi, two best players in the league. Hmm. And, I mean, that's the way it's kind of worked out. But I thought Utah could throw themselves in the mix, too. Um, I just thought I think Mitchell's a superstar in the making, which I think he is a superstar in the making. Um, and I thought he would take the next step this year, which he has. He's good. I just think the team around him, uh, I just not, I'm not so sure. And then in, in crunch time, it was actually the guys on the Nuggets. Um, Murray was awesome in overtime. I saw 
I was able to actually watch that at my desk. Um, and Jokic hit some big shots. And I just felt like Mitchell was out there kind of on an island by himself. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know, Gobert, eh, he's okay. <laughs> he does some of the dirty work. I was like, I'm hot and cold on Gobert. I feel like that's just kind of how he is as a player. Yeah. Kind of hit and miss. Some days he's good, some days he's bad. You know, one sequence you love him, one sequence you're just, you know, rolling your eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, yeah, Utah, I just, to me, Utah should be able to win that series, but I just know they won't. I think, you know, maybe six game series, seven game series. Uh, I would like to give them out just because I like them coming into the season, but I don't really have much confidence your faith, your, in them. Your, your faith is wavered. It, yeah, it had. And it, it wavered even kind of before COVID because they just couldn't. I don't know. They, I mean, at one point they were like the two seed and then they would have a losing streak. They're very just up and down inconsistent. And uh, I don't know. You just need to be better than that if you're going to make a run in the playoffs. Who do you think uh, – what, what's your prediction, your NBA Finals prediction for uh, who's, who's making the deep runs this year? All right. Well, in the East, I, I've actually thought about this. And mm-hmm. in the East, I'm not going to go Milwaukee. I think Milwaukee's that's just too easy of a pick. And I just feel like, I don't know, as good as they are, very flawed. And I think that it, there's something to be said for it being hard for them to just turn it on and off. I think they've had a hard time as much mm-hmm. as any team, with, you know, turning it on mm-hmm. when the bubble reopened. And then the Raptors, as good as the Raptors look, I don't – I just feel like at some point – probably won't be in the Nets series – <laughs> but at some point, they're just going to miss not having Kawhi. Yeah. Like, as good as Van Vliet is, as good as uh, Siakam is, and, you know, uh, is Ibaka still play for them? Did I see Ibaka today hitting shots? Uh, I had the game on behind me. I wasn't really watching it. I yeah. My... I mean, they, they, they've exceeded expectations by a mile this year. You know, anything – I mean, I don't think it's a successful year if they lose to the Nets. But even if they were to lose in the semifinals or whatever, I think it's a pretty – successful year considering how many games they've won while the Cubs actually went ahead. I was really put a serious whammy on the Cardinals there. <laughs> that was quick. Um, but no, um, I think at some point it's going to rear their, uh, it's going to rear its head that Kawhi's not there. So I'm actually mm-hmm. going to lean towards Boston coming out of the East. Okay. They're a little yep. undersized. I just feel like Tatum could make that next step. I actually watched the end of their game. It was like classic. They just, they just made a few more plays than Philly. And you just know, like, Philly should be able to hang with them, but they won't. You know, Boston will figure out a way to beat them. And I think Boston-Toronto has a chance to be a really uh, real good series there in the uh, next round. If, yeah. we, if we get there, I think we will. But, you know, I don't want to put the cart before the horse. Yeah, I think after Orlando, like you said, go back to what you said about Milwaukee, I think after Orlando, no matter who Milwaukee runs into, they're going to get – this going to be just trouble for them. Not, Milwaukee's not as good as they were last year. Mm-hmm. And and you're right, they, they've had – had trouble getting restarted. I like your pick, Boston, coming out. Yeah. Uh, at least. So, all right. Yeah, and then, like tonight you saw like down, down the stretch, it was Jalen, Jalen Brown. Guys, he was like caught fire. That, that was enough to make me kind of lean towards Boston. Yeah. See what that guy did in the fourth quarter. Yeah, they definitely have some issues down low. I guess the Sixers out-rebounded them pretty good. Yeah. Um, they're small. You know, Kemba, they play a small lineup, I guess. Uh, Kemba, yeah. Tatum. I forget Brown was out there. Um, yeah, so that could be an issue when they go up against some bigger teams. I just uh, – I, I don't know. I think they'll have enough. It's it, it's wide open. It really is pre- pretty wide open. Yeah. 
The East is wide open, man. It is. And then out West, uh, I don't really have I, – I don't really have a uh, upset necessarily, but I'm going to lean – I think we're going to get Clippers-Lakers in the, in the Western Finals. So, I don't think yep. it'll be a surprise there. Yep. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lean towards the Clippers. Okay. I think it's a toss-up. I think that's a seven-game series. Um. I don't know. It, it, it's very strange because I'm not really impressed with. I know the Clippers aren't a deep, aren't a very deep team. I was talking to somebody about that recently. He was mm-hmm. saying that the Clippers only play like seven or eight guys, and I don't feel like the Lakers are that deep either. No, they can't be. Yeah, not, yeah. They, they just just looking at their roster, man. Yeah. If, if they're if they're deep, then the their end of their bench. You don't want you don't want to see the end of their bench. Oh, and I, I will say this before we you know. Uh, get ahead of ourselves. It is trendy to like everyone giving Portland a shot, but I actually do give Portland a shot to make the Lakers sweat. Yeah, no, I think they will. I think they're, they're, they're going to be feisty, man. They could put up points. Um, I just, you know, and, and I, like I said last time, man, I just got to see if like, playoff LeBron is is in action. I know they might talk to talk, but I got I got to see it yeah. before. Uh, before making a judgment, you know, forget LeBron took a year off last year. Yeah, so we haven't seen him in in the primetime game like this until until now. So, yeah, and I think uh-huh. no travel might actually help the older guys like Clippers and uh, Clippers and Lakers. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, no travel, and even having like a short bench, I like guess that, that kind of helps the the no travel and the shortened. You know, not really having a, a 82 game season, all that time off, that's going to help those guys too. So, yeah. you know, you, you kind of assume they know what they're doing when it comes to rest and being being in shape and ready. But you know, we'll we'll see. You know, when the bell rings. Yeah, yeah. So, so I'll just I'll go slightly in Clippers. Clippers Celtics would be my uh, first, and I think I don't I don't think the Mavericks will make the Clippers sweat as much as maybe the Blazers will make the Lakers sweat. But I think the Mavericks definitely have a chance in this. Uh, in this first game. And I'll tell you my reasoning behind it was because the two late NBA games, the Celtics game, Celtics, Sixers, Clippers, Mavs were both about six point spreads. Yeah. And my, my logic was every amateur gambler would take the six point tees and knock both, you know, mock both those down to a pick them. Mm-hmm. And I just knew the Celtics weren't going to lose cause they just never lose to Philly. So mm-hmm. I figured something's got to give. And I think Dallas might blow up that teaser and steal game one. All right. I just think they're too young to win that series. I think Kawhi and George will find a way, but I would, uh, I would definitely give the Mavs a chance. It looks like they're going to be up at the half. It looks like to, I would definitely give them a chance to steal this first game. Yeah, I can see that, man. I think, I think a lot of people want to see Doncic in the deep series, man. Yeah. See what you can do when, uh, um, when it gets. Yeah, oh, yeah. He'll like make that. some noise. I think. Yeah. He'll make some. I don't think they're going to win, but he'll make some noise. Yeah. Yeah, that's the next superstar, man. Yep. So, uh, all right, there you go. Clippers, Celtics, we'll keep an eye on that for you and mock you mercilessly when it doesn't come in. Yes. <laughs> uh, the odds are it will not. <laughs> all right, let's move on. What do you got for uh, the NHL real quick here? What do you got? Uh... Um, not really much. I've been watching – it might be the sport I've been watching the most, even, even baseball, just because uh, it's been playoffs right out of the gate. Did you you heard that like Tuka like Tukaraska is gone, right? Yeah, how long is playing? And you know, but you heard like like the day before he was saying like he didn't feel like real hockey, felt like scrimmage hockey, and like the next day he was like oh, I'm opting out for my family. 
<laughs> yeah, I know. He's a weird guy, Rask. I don't know if Bruins fans really love him. I Probably not. No. <laughs> I would say no. He's been a little spotty in, in big spots, I feel like. Yeah. And he was on that one team that won it in 2011, but it was really Tim Thomas's team. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'd have to ask like a diehard Bruins fan what what they think about Rask. I think he's supposed to be like a free agent coming up too. So, I don't know if uh, they might have to cut their losses with that guy. Him saying that just kind of uh... – it didn't work, but it was like him trying to cut the uh, cut the string off the puppet or something. So like, oh yeah, look, it doesn't it's not really dancing on its own. Like to me, all this is pretty legit. Like I'm I'm in I'm in on all the sports. Yeah. So for him to say it doesn't feel real, I'm like, yeah, get the fuck out of there. Talk yeah, I mean you're a fucking professional, man. It better feel real. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> you need the fans booing you. Like you need the home fans up your ass booing the shit out of you because you suck. You gave up four goals in that period. Like all right. Yeah. Douchebag. <laughs> uh, yeah. Other than that, uh, the probably the most competitive series. I don't know. Stars Flames is two two. They Stars came back and tied it yesterday with the. Uh, was it like twelve seconds or whatever, and then won it in overtime. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, the Islanders. That's a big one for us. They're up three zero. Barzell awesome. a big overtime goal. Awesome. Um. Vegas has been taking care of business against Chicago. That was 3-1. I think Vegas should handle them. Edmonton, who I like to make a run, they've got to be kicking themselves for losing to Chicago. As good as, you know, some of those guys are in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, other than that, Tampa won again today. They're up 3-1. That Columbus goalie is still playing great, but uh, he uh, obviously, you know, loses a hard luck game 2-1. to Today, and uh, the Blues stayed alive last night, got back in the series. I don't know. It's been it's been good hockey. I've been into it. Yeah, no, it's been uh, just watching Islanders take care of the Capitals. Hope they can close it out um, tomorrow. Uh, they've been playing great, great defensive hockey. The, the, their, their plan is working out perfectly, man. That's exactly what they wanted to do. Um, defensive game plan, score where they can. And it's been, uh, I mean, what Tross has done with his team is, yeah, he makes he makes them competitive, man. Makes them winners. Yeah. Let's see how let's see how far they can take it. You know, Barry Tross has won before. Let's see if he can do it again. That's it. Yeah. That is it. One more to get back to uh, the next round, obviously. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I got a I got a little proposal for you. Okay. We got a. Yeah, I always try to think of like new things to do, like with the show, whatever. I don't, I don't know if there's like a tw- twice a week thing or just like a Thursday show thing or what. Mm-hmm. So it's like, a, a, not a, I don't want to call it a segment because, you know, we don't do fucking segments, right? We don't do segments. <laughs> but I want to do a little, uh, I don't know what you want to call it, like a putting your money where your mouth is type thing. Okay. Where we go, we go head to head, a little competition. We head to head each week, um, whether it's like over the weekend or, what, or whatever it is. We got to work out the details, but like one bet and mine against yours, heads up, just whatever it is. I don't know exactly how to do it, but something I want to do something like that where we're uh, we're each given like a a, a pick every week and we'll, we'll keep score. I don't know what it'll be for, but just see who's uh, I don't know. Right. See who's see who's not smarter, but lucky <laughs> luckier, I guess. <laughs> All right, I'm in. All right, we'll work out the details for Thursday. Yep, and we'll do a put your money where your mouth is. We got maybe come up with a better name than that. Yeah, we'll, we got a couple of days. All right. That's, that's our homework. 
All right, got anything else uh, before we hit the road? I think that's it. Follow us at Sunday Poor. Picks are still coming in, and uh, hopefully we could uh, – it was a little cold today, but hopefully we get hot late in the week. Padres give their lead yet or no? <sighs> I don't know if the pen is uh, – I don't know if the pen's up yet, but it looks like uh, – 7-2. They're getting there. They're getting <laughs> oh, no. there. Oh, no. There's a team who needs a seven-inning game. That might be the Padres. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> All right. Thanks, always, for listening, everybody. We'll talk to you next time on uh, right. Sunday morning. All right. Peace.